0: Welcome to All for One Stories. The story you will be listening to is Two Poets by Kelsey McIntyre.
1: One dewy morning in search of the sort of poetic inspiration that can only come from contemplating the glories of nature. Mr. Witherwill went for a stroll in the forest. His friend and fellow poet, Mr. Fitzjames, accompanied him. But for the first quarter of an hour, the two ambled through the sun-dappled trees in silence. As they reached a part of the forest shaded by a roof of intertwining pine boughs, Mr. Witherwill sighed.
2: Oh, the joy that fills my soul at the smell of fresh pine! How sweet, how very sweet are the sensations it conjures up within me!
1: Mr. Fitzjames did not respond immediately but poked at a clump of violets with his walking stick and glanced sideways at his friend.
3: My goodness! And what thoughts do these sensations inspire? Thoughts
2: too deep for words. When I smell the rich perfume with which these trees have anointed themselves, I recollect the purity and innocence of childhood, that blissful time of life when we had not yet lost our unity with nature.
3: Hmm. Oddly enough, I was thinking of childhood in the smell of pine as well. My mother used to make pine-scented soap, and she would always use it to scrub my hands after I'd been out picking raspberries. The smell would linger on my skin until dinner time. And after dinner, I would get a raspberry tart. So I suppose I was really thinking of
2: raspberry tarts. Raspberry tarts? My dear FitzJames, I am at a loss as to how you became a poet with sensibilities like yours. Aren't you ashamed of uttering such nonsense in the midst of this sublime wilderness? It is an "'Insult to the forest!' "'The
3: forest produces raspberries, "'and I enjoy raspberries all the more "'when they have been turned into tarts, "'so I don't see how it could be an insult.'
1: FitzJames James paused to untangle himself "'from a bramble that had caught the hem of his coat. "'Witherwill stopped as well "'and watched him with raised eyebrows. "'Caught
2: by a bramble? "'Fitz James, I hope you realize "'that I wasn't caught by a bramble!'
1: Fitzjames freed himself and gave his colleague a puzzled glance.
3: That's all very well, Witherwill, but I hope you realize that I was walking on the side of the path bordered by brambles, while
2: your side had only grass and buttercups. It is a symptom of something much larger— You see, it is impossible that I should come to any harm whilst in this forest, or in fact on any terrain, tranquil or wild, composed by nature's sublime hand, because I have long devoted myself, with reverence and awe, to worshipping the unblemished glory of the natural world, which is superior in holiness to anything tainted by mankind. I strive to make myself one with the eternal serenity of the wilderness, and in sincerely desiring to love and emulate all the creatures who dwell here in this blessed place, I know that I have secured myself their care and protection in return. You, on the other hand, spend your time daydreaming about sweets, and therefore, Risk the wrath of whatever menacing forces
1: roam these woods. His speech had hardly died away when a nearby bush rustled violently. Both poets froze and stared at the waving branches. Hello? Fitzjames gripped the top of his walking stick. Speak, I implore you, be you man or beast. A sleek gray wolf emerged and straightened up on its hind legs. It smiled at the flabbergasted friends and seemed to hesitate just short of a bow, settling instead on a courteous nod of its bristled head.
0: I have been waiting for an opportunity to introduce myself into your conversation from the moment I heard your approach. Sir, your kind words are such a compliment to me and the forest that I feel I have to Thank you personally.
1: Fitzjames frowned, but Witherwill flushed with excitement and shook the wolf's free paw. This is a dream,
2: an honor. I can scarcely express the gratification you have given me. I realize that though you are traditionally a predatory animal, you would never hurt one who has so accustomed himself to being fully in sympathy with your desires and feelings. Quite true.
0: I see your honorable friend has backed away from me. He is clearly
1: not as enlightened as you are. No,
2: clearly not.
1: Witherwill turned to glare at Fitzjames. At that moment, the wolf leaped forward and, in two chomps, had Witherwill's head and shoulders halfway down its throat. It swallowed forcefully a concentrated expression on its face, and the struggling Witherwill slid deeper into its mouth so that only his legs remained kicking in the spring air. Before the catastrophe had lasted more than a few seconds, however, Fitzjames lunged and jabbed his walking stick so hard into the wolf's stomach that it gagged, sending Witherwill tumbling back out onto the path. Stunned, both the wolf and the prey, who was now smeared with saliva down to his waist, tried to regain their breath.
3: Careful, Sir Wolf. The last thing my companion would want is for you to choke to death on a mouthful like that. He is so fond of animals.
0: That was Two Poets by Kelsey McIntyre, directed by Gretelin Darkey. The cast, in order of appearance, Dana Rizzo as the narrator. Dennis Jers as Witherwill, Joe Potts as Fitzjames, Albert Sines as The Wolf. Our audio technicians were Jacob Gorsuch and Tom Marinchek.
2: Thank you for listening to
0: All for One Stories.
2: Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. First published in Gilbert Magazine a publication of the American Chesterton Society. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.